we'll get started. Precious Lord, we, we thank you once again for another opportunity to come into God's house and to open up the scriptures and and learn and learn uh, lessons on on life and how to live it and and hopefully give us shrimp to go out into this world that we live in and practice what we learn as as children of God, as believers. And we thank you for the rescue mission and the opportunity for folks to come in on a regular basis to hear God's word being preached. And hopefully it will have an impact on how we live our lives on a daily basis. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so when I look at the scripture today coming out of Second Peter chapter 3, and, and and again, this is the new year, and and what we commonly do in the church is have a a New Year's message, and hopefully it's an encouraging message, um, and we all need encouragement. That's that's something that we we all need. But just one verse, just one verse, Second Peter three fourteen, and Peter's writing to people who are troubled, people who are are being persecuted, people who are facing all types of trials and tribulations. They are under the, the reign of, of Nero. If you study uh, the, the word of God, Nero was a mean emperor and he was persecuting Christians. And, and Peter was trying to give them encouragement while they faced persecution, sort of like what a lot of us deal with on a regular basis. So Peter's writing to to these persecuted Christians, these Christians that were going through, he says in Second Peter three fourteen, he said, "Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless." That's that's an interesting words. It, on the surface of it, you might not think it's that encouraging, but what Peter is saying that we need to work hard as believers. We need to work hard as men and women of God to, to be found in peace, to be found in peace because Satan wants your peace. When you, when we talk about Satan and, and if you look at John 10, 10, one of the scriptures that talks about him the most it says the enemy comes to do three things, to steal, kill, and destroy. And, and he's, he's really tactical and effective in doing that. And as believers, we know that. Okay, it's like a, a football, two football teams playing. You know, you got the offense. You know, and if you play sports, and most of you, some of you may have, you had times where you studied film, so you knew what the opposition was going to do at any given time. If it was a say second and five, they had so, certain tendencies. Well, Satan's tendencies is to kill, steal, and destroy. It don't matter what down it is. It could be first down, second down, third down, fourth down. It's still the same thing. It's to kill, steal, and destroy. Okay. I mean, it's the same thing. That's all he does. And, and how, why has he been so successful? Okay, because as, as the opposition, we would be as the opposition or the opponent, we probably haven't prepared ourselves well enough to deal with him. Okay, so Peter is saying in this text here, he said, be diligent. 
That's a that's a good word. Be diligent. And, and, and really that word means you got to work hard at this. It's not something that's going to come to you easy. You don't have to be diligent if someone's just giving you stuff all the time. You All you have to do is put your hands out. But when Peter says be diligent, he's saying, you know, you're going to have to knuckle down. Okay, you're going to have to get through some things. You're going to have to deal with some adversities, some trials, and you're going to have to get up. You're going to get hit in the mouth. You're going to get hit in the side of the head. I watch a lot of MMA, and, and, and I watched somebody get knee knocked out with a knee kick the other day. I, I just had never seen nothing like that. But when I think like that, because I spiritualize things, I'm saying that's how the enemy is. He don't care where he hits you at and how he hits you at. There's no referee that says no low blows. Okay, so so Paul Peter is saying, be diligent that you be found of him in peace. And I want to talk about peace in a minute because that's important. That's important. But just when I talk about being diligent as believers, I, I, I and, and I don't know. I've, I've said it before. I work in hospice. I work with people, and I had so many people just in the last couple of weeks dying, and 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 I sit with them when they when they die, and and a lot of them die in peace, and a lot of them don't. Okay, but as believers, we ought to be excited about the idea that when Christ comes, he finds us in a certain way. I mean, that ought to be our goal as believers, that when Christ comes, he's coming. Okay, the Bible says in Hebrews 9, 27, it's appointed unto man once to, and after that, the judgment. So none of us in here are going to be living forever. Okay. So, so, but as believers, when he comes, it ought to motivate us. It ought to excite us that how he finds us, okay? How he finds us when we take our last breath, he ought, he ought to find us how? In peace. And this is what Peter's saying, no matter what the opposition is, okay? We have a saying all the time, if you're going to pray, why worry? Why worry? And if you're going to worry, why pray? So, so, so if, if, if the lady says, pray for Sean, my, my brother in Texas, and, and the man of God is praying for him, then she's done the most powerful thing she can do. So she would be wrong if she sit in her room worrying about him all the time because she's already sitting that petition up to God and it's out of her hands now. She's done the most important thing. That makes sense. Maybe. Makes sense to me. Okay, okay. So, so Peter says we ought to be excited about his return, and he's gonna find us because listen, it get better than this. Okay, I know there's some preachers out there that say live your best life now. I, I, I hate to tell you, if you listen to that, if you believe that you're gonna live your best life now on this side, you don't have nothing to look forward to because the best life is the next life if you prepare for it. Okay, so let's not get caught up thinking, well, you know, you're going to live your best life now. No, you're going to go through all hell down here. Okay, you're going to get hit in the mouth. You're going to get hit in the chest. You're going to get kicked in the behind. You're going to get spit on. You're going to get everything your leader got. See? See, some, some preachers are preaching, well, you, you know, no, the, 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 folk, the man of God, the man that we follow, Jesus Christ, suffered. They spit on him. They put a crown of thorns on his head. They scourged him. They mocked him and ridiculed him. So how can we as believers believe that's the man we follow and we're going to get it any different? Jesus said himself, they hated me. They're going to hate you. 
So you got something to deal with down here. If you're going to walk the Christian walk. Okay. So I can come down here when, when Mick said, you know, the schedule, you know, how many, how many days you want? I'd have took them all. Because the way I preach ain't real popular. Okay. I don't get a whole lot of people saying, hey, can you come preach for me? Because they want me to sit there and say, everything's going to be all right. Okay. I'm going to teach you the truth of the word of God. And I want you to be at peace. So, pastor, how do we get that peace? I want you to have it. Listen, listen. Here's how you get it. Here's how you get it. And in and, 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 and Philippians 4, 6, watch what Paul said. Tremendous verse. It's one of my, it's one of my life verses. Okay. Okay. And don't think because I'm a man of God that, that life is smooth. I got issues. And I deal with stuff on a daily basis. Okay. But here's what, here's what I've learned through the scriptures. Okay. Paul's saying, be careful for nothing. How about that? Don't worry about nothing. Meaning after you after you send that petition up to God, after you've been on your knees and you pray and you maybe fasted and you saying, God, deal with this, then, then all you gotta do is walk in faith. Walk in the fact that you know God has heard your prayers. Okay? So be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. Now let me talk about prayer and supplication because there's two different types of prayers. Okay? A prayer is what this lady said. Pray for my, 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 my brother, brother Sean who's in Texas and hopefully he get a judge. So it's not something that's right now urgent. Okay? He's got a process to go through. But a supplication when it, Paul says prayer and supplication, a supplication is something that you're dealing with right now. That you, it, it needs God's immediate attention. This may be something that you and your, your buddies here, people that you know here, that you know are faithful, that you know know the Lord, you may get together and say, you know what? I'm having surgery tomorrow, okay? And the doctors don't know what they may find when they open me up. So that's a supplication because you need God to intervene immediately. So when Pete Paul says, by every, do everything by prayer and supplication, then he said, let your request be made known to God. See? You can't make your request known to everybody. Okay? There's some folks you don't even want to tell maybe what's going on with you. Because all they may do is, is just, you know, you, you, know we, you, got, you got some folks that just like to gossip. And you don't want to make your request known to a gossiper because all they're going to do is go probably go out and y'all know how it works. Okay? But once you make your request known to God, watch verse 7 of Philippians 4. He says, <clears throat> excuse me, he says, in the peace of God, in the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. So when we look at when we look at 2022, I think one of the things that we ought to strive for, one of the things we ought to desire is that we have peace. Okay? As, as people of God, we ought to have peace. And, that, and that's, that's to mean that your situation is just perfect. Okay? But even within that trial that you may be in, even within that, that hard time that you're going through, but the fact that you know God is with you, 
should bring you peace because if you if you're going through a trial, you don't have peace and you saying you are a man of God or a woman of God, then you really saying the God that you serve ain't able to give you peace even in the midst of a storm. I think Shirley Caesar used to sing that song. I can have peace in the midst of a storm. How about that? We got to have that in 2022. Listen, let me, let me give you I have to watch the clock here. Let me give you another one. Something we ought to something we ought to strive for in 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 2022. This is this is this is fascinating to me. Let's let's work on not being led astray. How about that? How's that? How about that? See, in that, in, in that word astray, it, it really means we don't want to we don't want to drift off into something. Okay. You know, you take a you take a boat, you go to the lake, any lake, and 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 if a storm comes, if them people, if they don't tie that boat down, you wake up in the morning, that boat could be five miles out into the lake. Okay. And and it, it's not gonna go out there real fast. It's just gonna drift slowly, slowly, slowly. And 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 that's how we do. You know, if we don't really, if we don't really discipline our bodies. With the power of God to send us. Y'all notice I'm saying us a lot. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying y'all. I don't, I don't I, I, I'm talking about us. It's an us thing. If we don't, if we, if we don't tie ourselves down, Paul put it like this. He said, I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself may be a castaway. Okay. All of us have all of us are, are under siege and, and it's e- it would be easy for me to drift away. Okay. And it takes discipline not to drift, not to go off the rails, okay? Not to just wonder. Okay? And sometimes sometimes in that process you you, you have to really be discerning. Because you, you, you're going to leave here. Nobody's going to be here forever. Nobody, this is not, nobody in here got a five-year plan. I don't know what the time limit they have for you to stay here, but I don't think anybody's going to be here in five years or in ten years still here. I don't think that's no, nobody's planning on that. Your plan is to do what? To get out of here and go back and live a productive life, re, reunite with your families and your loved ones. That's the goal. It has to be. Okay? So in order to do that, Take discipline. Let me let me put it another way. Maybe discipline is a difficult word. Maybe it's it's going to take the power of God within you to keep you from wandering. Okay. Okay. Let me give you a verse. I like to I like to say things and, and put verses on it just to make it make it make it make it make it right. Okay. If I put a Bible verse on it, here's what, here's what the writer of Hebrews is saying to the Hebrews and the Hebrews had the Hebrew people had came out of Judaism and they were Christians, but guess what? Judaism kept calling them back. How how many of y'all got stuff calling you back? How many already know when you leave here and go back to that neighborhood, there's some stuff that, that, you know, get your attention. Okay. There's, there's some stuff in my life that I know I can't get near. Okay? Because everything, everything still works. My mind, 
My hands, my eyes, everything still works. And, 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 and remember how we deal with this enemy, Satan. He's subtle. He, you know, he's subtle. Eve, Eve wasn't scared of the, of, of, the, of, of the serpent in the garden. She wasn't scared of him. They, they communicated. They talked. Okay? But the word of God said he was more wise, subtle than any other creature in the garden. Okay? Paul, the writer of Hebrews, I think the writer of Hebrews, Paul, so I said it, but the writer of Hebrews says, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should slip. Okay? Faith coming how? And hearing by the, by the word of God. So, so when you hear the word of God, when the word of God is, is preached to you in a way that you can understand it, in a way that you can embrace it, then you have a responsibility to hold on to that thing when those temptations come, when those trials come. Okay? We don't want to wander off. We don't want to be led astray. Okay? We don't. Let me read that verse one more time just for clarity's sake. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard that were earnest being, it takes a serious thing. Serious thing. Okay. And a lot, you know, it's a serious thing to me. I don't, I, don't, I don't get no money for coming down here. They don't pay me nothing. The church I've been pastoring for 13 years, I don't, I've never taken a dime in front of. Okay. It's just serious to me. I don't preach for money. Preach for change. I want to see change in people's lives. Okay? I want to see change in people's lives. That's the important thing. And when you hear the, when you hear the word of God preached in a, in, a, in a serious way by somebody, I don't have no motivation other than this. I want to see change. Okay? This brother here been knowing me, been knowing me 20, 20 years. I watch him go through some stuff. And, I'm, and I just pray for him, and you know, that he gets stronger, gets stronger, gets stronger. Because when are they going to break out of this stuff? He ain't going to do it on his own strength. Paul, Peter, Peter writing about spiritual growth. I mean, everybody here want to grow, right? I mean, I'm in the right place. Everybody here want to grow, Okay. Tell me I ain't wasting my time. Because, you know, we don't want to grow. We just, we just come here because we just got to go through the motion, make it sound good. Then we check off. Oh, he went to church service. He went to church service. You know, I, I did that for 31 years. I worked in the penitentiary system for 31 years. And I would, I would watch people come in. And they would, you know, you know, when they would do it for their parole officer, they would do it, you know, they wanted to get a, a judicial release or whatever. And they, oh, he went to church. He went to church. It was just something to do to make it look good. I, I hope that ain't so because this is real. Okay? Satan don't give you just releases. <laughs> he don't. So, so, so let's grow. Here's how we grow. James, James 1.21 puts it like this. He said, wherefore, wherefore, because you've heard the word of God, because you've heard it in a way that you understand it, you've heard it Coming from someone that you trust is giving it to you pure and and and, <clears throat> and undefiled. He says, Wherefore layeth part all filthiness and superfluity and naughtiness and receive with meekness to engraft the word. Here we go. <clears throat> Which is able to save your souls. 
So we gotta lay aside some stuff. Now, if, I, now if I'm talking to folks in here, most of us in here probably got phones and, and TV and TikTok and all that stuff, you know, and 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 all that stuff is is just working against you. And you gotta be careful what comes into your mind and what comes into your heart and what comes into your soul, because it. it Ain't nothing on TV trying to get you saved. Okay? I ain't saying you got to be Amish and you don't have no TVs or anything, but you got to be, you got to make sure. I'm just telling you what the word God says. You got to lay aside some stuff. Then you got to learn, you know, some, some, there's some mean Christians in this world. Okay? There's some mean Christians in this world. Ain't it? They can sit up in here and you know, uh, you know, Pastor, that was a beautiful message. It was so nice, and, and get back to to the to the rooms and cuss you out, go in your box and steal from you, all kind of old crazy stuff. Okay, so so even even in growing, your heart got to get better. Okay. That's a sin that no, a lot of people don't want to even talk about. Some people just got a mean spirit, okay? And 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 you see, the word of God speaks to everything. This is why I love it. This is the First Peter two one says what? Wherefore lay aside all malice. Malice, you know what malice is? Okay, just want to slap somebody, you know. You know, I, you know, I hear people say, you know, I, I love to be a Christian, but I, sometimes I just want to slap somebody. That's malice. Because sooner or later, you want to slap somebody, guess what? Where'd that take you? What take you? You know what they used to tell us? In the, you know what they used to tell me in the joint? Seriously. A fight was life or death. You weren't fighting just to beat somebody up. See, in the joint, they tried to kill you. It wasn't, it wasn't no, you know, you, this, 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 no, you, you talking about, let's, let's die. Somebody gonna die. I've seen so many inmates die. Cause folks just don't, can't lay aside malice. Christians. Signal go off, signal go off. And then I go to the signal and somebody's been sitting in church, been talking to me about the things of God, but they ain't able to deal with that malice. God is good. God is good. There ain't a problem you got bigger than God. Let me say that again. There ain't a problem you have that's bigger than God's grace, that's bigger than God's mercy, that's bigger than God's love, that's stronger than God's faith. There ain't a problem you got. Okay? Peter walked on water. Peter walked on water. And he was taking steps until what happened? He took his eyes off God. The, the Bible said the wind started blowing and the sea got rough, but it didn't get too rough for God. It got too rough for Peter. Peter took his eyes off God. And this is how we get led astray. And this is how we take our eyes off God. Okay. And we got to be focused. We got to be determined. Paul, Paul, Paul wrote in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse, one, verse 2, he said, I am determined 
to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified because so many things come at pastors. I throw so much stuff away. I throw so much mail away. They call me all the time. They want me to be involved in this, be involved in that. Come here and talk. Come. I, listen, I ain't got time to be on the school board. I ain't got time to be running for office. I ain't got time for none of that stuff. If somebody call me and say, can you come preach the gospel of Jesus Christ? I'm coming. But if you want me to sit on a, a, a interfaith club or something, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. Serious business. My time is short. I ain't got that much to do. I, listen, listen, listen. Take a yardstick. Take a yardstick. Some of y'all young, y'all gonna like this. Y'all, y'all, some of y'all young, y'all might not get this. But take a yardstick and stretch it out to 80 inches. Okay? And then put your age on that yardstick. <clears throat> okay? Wherever your age land. You, in relation to 80, that's how much time you got left. So if you 50, you may say, okay, I got 30, but the Bible says three score and 10. 70 is all God said you might get. But you know, you might get to 80, okay? So if I put my, if I'm on that yardstick, I got 15, 15 years to go, okay? 15 years to go. I ain't got time to play, okay? Some of y'all might have, some of y'all are sitting there, yeah, I got 40 years to go. Them <laughs> 40 years go fast, don't they? Them 40 years go fast, don't they? We've been Browns fans for, for 40, 50 years, and I ain't gonna even, <laughs> don't even get me started. But, but understand this thing. Understand this thing. We got to lay aside some stuff, some malice, some gill, gill. How about that word, gill? Y'all know what that word means? I, I, I'm, I'm just a teacher. That word guile, I, I said gill, but it's guile. You know what I mean? Just trying to be slick. Just trying to be tricky. Being deceiving. Being deceptive. You know, you got to lay aside that stuff. And then hypocrisies, just being a hypocrite. being Saying one thing and doing another. Lay aside that too. And envies. Envies. Somebody may be in here growing faster than another person. Ain't nothing to be envy about. Okay. We got a lot of stuff we get jealous of, get jealous about. Lay aside all that. Then here's one evil speaking. Evil speaking. Just speaking evil. Talking about folks. Because maybe you're doing a little bit better. Okay. Watch where he takes us. I'm, I'm almost closing. He says, then after you lay aside all that. Malice, guile, hypocrisies, envies, evil speaking. Then he says, as newborn babes, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word, watch, that you may grow. That you may grow. My wife and I be doing foster care. We've been foster care parents for 25 years. They just brought us a little boy. He about a year and a half old. And, 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 and all he do is eat. You know, he just eat up everything. You can't even leave nothing out. Because he's trying to grow. and He's growing. And he's getting stronger. And I'm watching. I'm saying, listen at him. Because I spiritualize everything. He's just walking around. You know, and I got my own granddaughter there. And she'll leave her food on the little table. And uh -uh, not no more. <laughs> not no more. Because he's growing. And she may not be eating it. But he 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 growing. And her little juice box is there. Oh, it's gone. He's just growing. Eating up everything. 
eating up everything. And this is how we do as Christians. This is what the Bible is saying for us to do as newborn baby. Because if you're a child of God, you've been born again. See, when we were born the first time, we was fed on, on, on physical food. We needed some chicken and some and some rice and beans and carbohydrates. But once we are born again, once we are born again, the only way we're going to grow in this new spiritual body is by taking in spiritual things. We got we to have an appetite for the word of God. We got to have an appetite for the word of God. You imagine, imagine if that little boy I got isn't eating nothing. You know, he ain't eating. We're going to take him to the doctor because there is something wrong with him. Doc, he's not eating. He don't have no appetite. And if he don't get an appetite, he's going to soon die of malnutrition. See, we as, as men and women of God, we can't die of malnutrition. We got we to gotta take in that spiritual food so we can grow. So when we walk out of rescue mission and we out there and we doing, our, we doing well, then we can come back and talk. Come back and talk. And tell another person, listen, this is what happened. I, I got strong spiritually. I got so strong spiritually. You know, I, I, I went through some ups and downs, but my faith never failed me. My faith never failed me. We don't, we don't want to be drifters. We don't want to be drifters. We don't want to be drifters. Let's have a word of prayer. Precious Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the faith that's, that's found in your word. We know faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Father God, thank you for these folks, Father God. Let not your word go, go out and, and return void, Father God. Let someone in here grow, grow strong and be encouraged and, have, and let their faith grow and let their grace grow and let their mercy grow. Let the word of God dwell in them richly. Father God, just be powerful in their lives. Just be powerful in their lives. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.